Welcome to the Field Talk Podcast from the Linder Farm Network, the voice of Minnesota agriculture. For more than 100 years, Farm Bureau has existed to support farmers and ranchers and to ensure Minnesota's agricultural vitality. The organization works to amplify its members' voices through engagement, grassroots advocacy, and agricultural awareness. In this Field Talk podcast, we're joined by Minnesota Farm Bureau President and Waverly, Minnesota farmer, Dan Glessing. So I dairy farm uh, out near Waverly, Minnesota uh, with my family. Uh, we also raise corn, soybeans, alfalfa, and we raise dairy steers as well. So my wife's a high school ag teacher and FFA advisor, uh, and we have four children. So there's no shortage of activities. Uh, we're not looking for uh, hobbies to do. <laughs> but one of the things that also occupies a lot of your time, obviously, is being president of Minnesota Farm Bureau. I guess tell me a little bit about your involvement, how you got started, and, and I guess rose through the ranks, uh, to, so to speak. Yeah, certainly. Um, well, it was kind of a, a lifetime thing. My grandparents were members. My parents were members. Uh, you know, I can remember swimming in the pool at what used to be the Radisson, and you could see the, the red sign up through the, the skylights. Uh, as my dad was in dele- delegate session, we got to swim. We thought it was a great thing. It was the, the farm kid got to go to the city and swim. But um, So that, that was my first exposure to it. And then uh, once I got to, to 18, um, there's a program, Young Farmer Ranchers, within Farm Bureau. And took an active interest in that, became a member. Uh, and, and so we served on the, at the county level as a Young Farmer Rancher chair. And then my wife, Cena, and I served uh, at the state level on the on the Young Farm Ranch Committee, helping plan events for for the various uh, uh, conventions and whatnot that the the young farmers have. And so then we uh, we felt we had more to give, so we applied for the American Farm Bureau Young Farmer Rancher Committee, and were selected to to serve on that for two years. And so then during that time, I had become county president uh, of Wright County, and. Uh, so I served in that capacity seven years, and then vice president of Minnesota Farm Bureau came open, and uh, I ran for that and was successful in that that adventure. And um, the rest is history, as they say. I ran for president here about a year and a half ago, and and have been in this role ever since. No, you touched on you know several things, uh, you know, young farmers and ranchers, and and, and there are many facets to what Farm Bureau is all about. Can you touch on kind of some of the, I guess, the foundational pieces of what the, your organization is all about? Well, certainly, you know, so a lot of folks think of either number one, insurance, or number two, uh, policy work. But there is more to Farm Bureau. Uh, really, uh, the Farm Bureau Financial Services side is, is our partner uh, on, on the insurance side. But uh, the federation side of things, you know, policy is important, uh, and that's grassroots-driven. Uh, the Young Farmer Rancher Program is really a ne- nice next step after FFA or PAS uh, to help develop those next leaders in, ag- leaders in agriculture. And then we have a promotion and education program. And so uh, that's, that really encompasses a lot of things, whether it's classroom visits, consumer outreach pieces, safety on the farm. Uh, it, it's, it really is a, I say we're, we're kind of in every aspect of agriculture. And now, obviously, you're here on the, the Hill today, um, you know, a lot of policy discussions, uh, some hearings that I understand your folks will be sitting in. And what's the value and the importance of having, you know, people on the ground here talking to the folks that make some of the decisions that certainly affect people in agriculture? Well, it's critically important. You know, we can we can say what our policy says, but to have a farmer or a member uh, 
be here telling them how this certain piece of legislation will affect their farm, ranch, their small business. It, it, it really drives home the importance of the decisions that these folks are making here in the Capitol. Uh, and, and I'm glad that we have such a great turnout uh, for that. And uh, telling those stories is critically important. Now, obviously, the decisions, you know, the, the policies that are being made, um, you as, as the leader and as, you know, staff don't kind of decide what the uh, positions are. I mean, this is brought forward. How, so how are some of those, you know, grassroots decisions brought forward? What's the process, I guess, for, uh, you know, forming the policy positions that you guys have? Certainly. The, the policy book that we have, every policy in that book has come from the county resolution or started as a county resolution at their county annual meeting, passed through that, that comes to the state resolutions committee. Uh, if it makes it through that process, it's brought to the floor at the state annual meeting. And so, you know, to get in a policy book, it's been raked over the coals. And so that's why I think, you know, our policy is, is pretty solid, but it's all brought by those county level members. So when we get a question on uh, something here at the Capitol, we reference that book because that's that's our marching orders by our members, um, driven from from the ground up and the grassroots advocacy that that's so important that what formed Farm Bureau really. Now, obviously, you know, again, the farm being the, the key word, the first word in your organization's name. I mean, so your your members can't all obviously be here keeping tabs on things, both you know, on the state level and the national level. How, how do you are, are there people that you have that uh, are there watching and, and kind of assessing things, or how does that work? Yeah, so we've got a public policy team of two that are monitoring constantly, whether it's nationally or here in St. Paul. Uh, and and if they need help, I'll come in and, and help advocate as well. But um, they're really the one, the front line uh, to see what's going on, what's going to be problematic in a certain piece of legislation, and and to flag it for us so that we're we're aware of it and and uh, you know try to work to to have the best outcome that we can. Now, obviously, a lot of things being debated here at the Capitol at this point, everything from, you know, budget to, you know, rearranging perhaps the size and the makeup of the Board of Animal Health, for example. What are some of the things that are, you know, getting Farm Bureau's attention at this point? Well, certainly on the, on the I would say, the positive side of things, it's the soil health bill. Uh, really, how, how, how can we make things better on the landscape? You know, there's some financial risk when you're trying new new items on your farm and making sure that those programs are are tailored to your farm you make that decision farmers know best what's going on on their landscape and and how their land will react to certain practices so we're excited about that uh, certainly beginning farmer tax credit expanding that to try and keep more young folks on the farm uh, expanding that to, to direct descendants up until now it hasn't been um, some of the concerning things you had mentioned uh, drainage registry uh, having having that portal where uh, folks who don't might not have the best interest of farmers can go in and see what uh, where drainage practices are being applied for and, and having that uh, another one would be the board of animal health uh, we believe that experts uh, in animal cosmetry and care should be on that not folks who don't necessarily know you know what's the best health for an animal and, and best practices because that board is is it holds a lot of weight and they can do a lot of things and we want to make sure that the experts are on that board 
And obviously, a lot of impactful things happening here. So, you know, a lot of vigilance, I guess, is, is necessary. And, and until things are signed, sealed, and delivered, uh, something that you guys will be, be keeping an eye on, I, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. That I'm always kind of worried until I'm planting corn and the session ends. Or at least I hope I'm planting the corn when the session ends. Um, but but it is. It's it's concerning and, and you think some things are, are done and then they kind of rear their ugly head and, and come back. So we've always got to be uh, paying attention, really, and, and, and trying to find some resolutions to those, those things that we don't like and uh, continue to promote those positive things uh, that are coming through the legislature. And if folks are interested in, in learning more about you know, your positions on certain issues and what Farm Bureau is all about, what's a good place for them to go? Well, certainly our website would be a good one. FBMN.org uh, is a good start uh, if you want to learn more about your county level because our, the counties drive everything that we do. The, reach out to your county board, and uh, there should be a, on our website there's kind of a, a way to reach out to those folks if you don't know. Uh, but it's just reach out. I guess that's the first thing in anything is, is ask or, or reach out, and we'll uh, be happy to answer any questions. Thanks for joining us for this Field Talk podcast. Find other podcasts online at lindyfarmnetwork.com or on Apple and Spotify. And be sure to tune into your local LFN affiliate station for the latest in farm news and market information. 